You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to In Conversation with. Today uh, we are going to be chatting to our guests about life after twins. Uh, and just a little bit about this show. This is a new show. It uh, started just for 2017 Ramadan. And uh, during the show, we will be chatting to various couples from around Scotland. So it involves two sets of couples chatting about various family matters and topical, interesting uh, subjects to do with everyday family life. And uh, like I said, today we're going to be talking about life after twins and multiple uh, births. Uh, and we have a, a very experienced guest with us today to chat about that. Uh, I'm your host today, along with my glamorous assistant Shahid, my husband, my dear husband, who, um, by the way, I've been... I've been given a reputation uh, from last week's show. <laughs> I've been told that um, I need to let you speak a bit more, Shahid. Apparently you're a, a press husband. Uh, I'm allowed to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should clarify. Welcome everyone. My name's Shahid and I'm allowed to speak. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, yeah. There'll be more of that uh, during the show, inshallah. He, he promises to be a bit more interactive, a bit, a bit more awake today, inshallah. Yeah, thumbs up, game on. Excellent, absolutely. Okay, and our guests today are the lovely Maria Sharif and Dr. Fahad Sheikh. Assalamu alaikum. And these guys are experts on raising to a, a pair of twins and other children. How many have you got now, Mashallah? We've got four. Mashallah, all healthy, wonderful, uh, lovely kids. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your family situation. Um, so I'm Maria. Um, we have, alhamdulillah, four children. Uh, our eldest is nine years old. Uh, her name is Noor. And then we have a six-year-old, Zane. And then we have our lovely twins, um, who are Omar and Musa. And they are two, oh, turning three very soon. Oh, mashallah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you know, I, I read that in recent years, more and more, more women are having multiple births. It's becoming more common. It seems um, that way, it seems yeah. that way. I mean, I think a lot of that's to do with the fact that there's more fertility treatment and multiple births are a consequence of that, mm-hmm. but also because people are having babies older, yeah. and older women tend to have, tend to ha- well, have more chances of having yeah. uh, multiple births. We but did joke about there being something in the water because a neighbour had a set of twins as well. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's true, that's true. What street do you live in? Just to, <laughs> just to warn people? <laughs> Um, so the, the, the scenario, I guess, is um, you know you, you get you're at the radiographer, you're at your midwife appointment, and you're getting your scan done, and you get the, the news that you know congratulations, yes. you're not having one baby, but you're having twins. Well, it w- wasn't quite like that, was it? I, I think it was a, a case of shock, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the first thing that Maria kind of did was kind of jump on the ultrasound table. And everybody <laughs> kind of in the room kind of, you know, felt that. And um, I think no, I kind I, of saw a possible twin on the, on the scan in, in advance, and I didn't see anything, and I kind of just held Maria's hand just a bit tighter. And <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you and, was, uh, was it the kind of situation where you plaster a smile on your face and go, yeah, great! <laughs> so, uh, obviously, the midwife went and said, well, I think you're having twins. No, she will, as I recall it, she said, oh, there's baby number one. No, one that she just said that. She said, baby's fine, and then we'll go on, and there's a nice baby number two. We'll just check if there's any more. Which stage we were like, oh, okay, twins, that's fine, that's good. So, uh, um, it was, yeah, a a mixture of emotions. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, um, yeah, excitement, but also a bit of 
hold on a minute, what's going to happen now here? Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bit... So would you yeah. say, you, you, it was, was it quite a scary kind of uh, experience? experience in that initial... Yes. Um, yeah, it was scary. It was scary, um, but exciting as well. Um, I think I was um, quite concerned. And one of my one of my good friends had had twins and um, unfortunately lost them. And I think for most of my pregnancy, I was sort of you know when you have a personal experience like that, um, you tend to uh, focus in on that. So yeah. it was quite a stressful pregnancy, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, more, more stressful than the other two. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely more more stressful. But you know, yeah, about the baby, about the babies, um, how it's going. Um, so, I mean, Sarah, you'll know as a doctor. You know, you're you're expecting movement. You're sort of thinking, yeah, that's good. But when you've got twins, you Things you're not sure which ones moved. Has have mm. both of them moved? There's things like that. Of course, yeah. But also quite a lot of excitement. My parents were very, very, very excited about it. Yeah. All our parents. Were, yeah, did, did, did you tell the family straight away? Did you hold off? Did you? Um, there was a delay. We we did keep um, it quiet for quite time some to time. Sort of absorb it, didn't you? I think more so because you're expecting or you're not expecting people's. Um, questions about how you're going to manage with it, which is it's an unknown situation mm. at that stage, mm. and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you have no mm. answer for it. So, um, so we did keep it quiet for about almost um, six, seven months. As in, we, we only our close, our immediate family knew about it, and some really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the announcement came. Um, I waited. My daughter's very chatty, like me. Um, so waited until school had finished to tell her. Um, and actually, all along through the pregnancy, um, Zane would say that he he thought there were going to be two babies. Oh, really? Yeah, and we hadn't told them at all. Um, what was it? Six cents. Yeah. Um, and then we ended up. Um, uh, not telling them at all, and I said to her, "Well, what do you think if we had two babies?" And she went, "Well, I want two sisters then." <laughs> I said, "You be." <laughs> I said, "But Zane's Zane's thinking it'll be a boy and a girl," and she's like, "No, I want two sisters." And I said, "All right." I said, "Well, you know, you're we're gonna have you know twins," um, and I think it was the next day she basically I told her to keep it under wraps. Oh, very next day she told. <laughs> Neighbours, just, just as well you kept it quiet from her for a while. Then, um, so then at that thing, at that stage, we ended up telling everyone. Yes, you kind of had to. Yeah, not your choice anymore. Yeah, because if the neighbours know, how how come the rest of the family don't know? So yeah, you know. Of course, um, um, of but I think it was more because A, I was concerned about the pregnancy and yeah, how things would go. And a little, you know, you can start off with twins and then you don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, understandable. Um, and then um, just. The sort of how are you going to manage? Yeah, and I'm sure you were told that you know, if I had being a doctor yourself, you knew all the complications yeah, with premature labour and all those sort of things, and that come hand in hand yeah, with yeah, birth. So you know, knowing all of that already can make it even worse and harder to deal with. I think knowing something and living through it is it's different. It's different. And so, it's a case of, you know, Maria would come up to me and she would go and say. Things like, I've not felt baby moving for, you know, the last 24 hours or something, and mm. she'd be in tears or yeah. something or another. And, you know, as, as you said, you, you know about complications, but you try to... Play them down. Um, play them down to, 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 to a degree and, you know, alleviate some of the fears. Um, That's not always easy to do. Yeah, That's not there's only so much yeah. you can do. Yeah. Um, 
I suppose, I suppose as, as a medic, you don't always have the answers. Of course, of course. Time tells its own story course, yeah. as well. Well, I've got some t statistics here. Um, apparently in 2013, 11,000 sets of twins were born <laughs> and about 200 triplets were born in the UK. So that's quite that, that's quite a lot, and it's, it's, it's a huge increase. Um, it's one in every sixty-five births. Wow. It's a multiple birth now. Where mm -hmm. It used to be one in a hundred. So we're more likely to know other people that have multiple births. So before you guys had your twins, did you know? Did you have family members? Did you have friends that had twins or multiple babies? And what was your opinion and kind of thought of, of that before you had your own? We, I think, in my family, like one of my dad's uncles had twins but you know it was quite far removed um, from okay. us and then our neighbours had had twins okay. and they had two they had two children before and then they had a set of twins um, so we were sort of in a similar circumstance to them um, and then we had friends that had had twins yes. one of my one of my friends had had twins as well okay. so, you knew a few so I knew a few people that we could speak to I think um Again, we weren't prepared at all. No. Having, having known all these people, um, <laughs> seen all these people, we didn't know what was coming at all. No, no. Because you, you just sort of see them and you thought, well, they've managed. Yeah. You know, did you seek advice? Did you sort of like, you know, from these people, did you? I did seek advice from some of them, particularly the ones I'd just recently had um, twins, you know, because. You're, you're sort of, you know, you're dealing with them at that really early stage. Oh, you've just had baby, you know, really young babies. How do you do with feeding? How do you do with this? Mm. Um, and that and so on and forth, so forth. But um, I think the f sort of the unknown mm -hmm. and the fear of that can mm -hmm. leave you sort of saying, well, actually, maybe I don't want to ask too many questions because yeah. they might just tell you, oh, it's going to be all really terrible. It's going to be really bad. And you don't want to hear that. You want to hear... Well, actually, things will get better, you know. Yeah. So were they quite um, reassuring, generally speaking? Generally um, speaking. Yeah, yeah. Most I, people I think something that you learn with twins or multiple births is that you kind of take each day as it comes, because yeah. each day is different um, compared to a, a single birth where you can possibly plan or, you know, have some idea of what you're going to be doing. But, <laughs> you know, you can start off in the morning with a, with a pristine house and, um, you know, only <laughs> seconds or minutes later, there's it's an absolute chaos, chaos mayhem, yeah. whatever you want but to call it. it. I obviously, add that to the fact that, you know, yeah, it's not just the twins, but you've already got two children. Yes. So you've jumped from two children to yeah. four children. So, so, so we, get, we get informed, basically, that there's a mess um, in the kitchen or... Omar, in the room, Omar, so. Omar must have done this, Mom. Can you come and look? Is it like... Umar, so Umar and Musa. Yes. Do, do you find that people just say Umar Musa, Umar Musa? You know, because they're both doing yes. other twins. Yeah, oh, right. other twins. The twins. The twins. It's, it's only more recently that we've started to take them out more individually. So you know, ah, one of the okay. twins will go out with Daddy to the supermarket nice, or something okay. or another, and uh, we've been pleasantly surprised, Handler. That, that they're you know, so much more well behaved. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Going, going back to the pregnancy, did uh -huh. you find that you had? Did you prepare more? I mean, so you already had two kids. You knew what you were doing. You knew what I was think required. we were. I mean, in terms of preparation, you know, buying things and so on and so on. We were, unfortunately, I was a bit of a hoarder at that stage. Um, so I'd kept the main items I needed from... So fortunately, from, you were... Fortunately, yeah, I didn't, I didn't need to buy an awful lot. Okay. Um, I think one thing that we did prepare for was the likelihood that, we, uh, um, that we'd end up having a, a C-section. Mm. Uh, something that not, I, didn't, I really didn't want, because, you know, with younger children... 
Zane was four then and Nora was six um, and we just thought, well, if we could avoid that... Of course, because you're not um, as mobile afterwards. The, then, then great, um, but unfortunately that wasn't the case. So that was one thing we had prepared for, that, well, OK, what are we going to do? How is this going to work out? Um, um, but I don't think, having had children before, you're, you're sort of... You you know what mm-hmm. you need, sort of thing. You don't. But I guess it's it's again thinking about practicalities of it. Do you need a jumble buggy, or you know these? We did we did hold off on that because mm, okay. that was one of the things we held off on um, buying immediately because yeah. I thought I'll just see how it goes, and I wasn't I wasn't driving at that stage either, so it was something that was quite important to us. Um, and what about um, just coming, you know, sort of again the pregnancy part of things? Monitoring of the pregnancy. Were you going to the hospital a, a lot? lot. Yeah, a lot. I mean, you're talking every couple of weeks, and if the, you'd had a, a sort of funny blood, you know, uh, test result, you would be in again. Um, so I had a lot of visits to the hospital, mm-hmm. and it was very hot. I remember that year, mm-hmm. uh, plodding along. Um, but. Um, but yeah, you, you are moni- monitored an awful lot more than uh, a singleton would be, um, which is reassuring if you've got you know you've course, you know yeah. you uh, as a you're having you've got two babies inside you you, yeah, you want to be anxious. I I think the only thing that I found that I wasn't so happy with is that I had said I'd expressed to my you know my midwife at that stage that I'd wanted to breastfeed, as I'd done with the other two, and I thought they would give you a bit more um, support. In terms of you know how to prepare you for that, how to prepare you for that, but unfortunately, I didn't feel they were as supportive. They were just like, well, when you have the babies, there'll be support there. Mm. Um, and I think I I would have preferred that that there was a bit more there to it um, in that sense. Mm. Um, but also just to make um, anybody that is having a, a, a multiple um, pregnancy that that they should um, also get in touch with Tamba which is the Twins and Multiple Births Association, oh, okay, okay. which um, gives you a lot of support. But I didn't find out about it until about, I think they were a year old. Oh, really? And it was just a chance conversation with somebody that I had. And, um, but it's, it's worth looking at. I don't think I did enough of that. Um, we were in the throes of getting our house renovated at the time that we were having the Twins. Mm-hmm. And that just meant we were focused so much on other things that I don't think I really I, I don't think I was actually letting my brain think about it at that stage and you know sort of oh ignorance is bliss um, <laughs> and I, I, I can leave this it doesn't matter but you know we um, yeah so you find out there's a lot of information there's a lot of support groups especially on Facebook now as well that's good to so um, it's finding out and then um, and finding it locally as well if there's any support as well um, in terms of your birth and just sort of getting yourself adjusted to this, okay. you know, I'm going to have two babies okay. to deal with in, in one go. And um, just before we go to a break, when the babies are born, how was it having them both in your arms for the first time? <laughs> or did you, did, you, you know, did you think, right, I'll, I'll take that one, you take that one? How? No, if I had had both of them, they were, they were, they were lightweights, OK. Um, no, I, I think after having the section, I was a bit out of sorts. You're a bit so flushed, yes. I was, I was just like, I think it was a bit too long. The midwives were like, come and feed them. And I was like, no, just, just leave them with daddy. It's okay. You can bond. Yeah, I, was, I, I was left holding them for quite a period of time. And they were kind of, you can let them go. You can put them in the, in, in the cot. And I was kind of, actually, I think I'll carry on holding them for a while. 
Um, but yes, you do get sore arms having, yeah. having to lift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Masha, I see your biceps are quite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up to two, two flights of stairs or so. Yeah, Masha. Excellent. Excellent. Tell me, Fahad, tell me, how was it? I mean, Daddy, the boys. So. I think. I mean, that must be a bit surreal. I, I know what it's like when you when you have a son and you know, like as a dad, and then you're, you're holding the wee fella. You've got that double experience on <laughs> go. I can't imagine how overwhelming that would be. I, 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 think, I think it was overwhelming, but I think the the very first child that we had was really the biggest change in our life ever. Mm. Of course. Mm. Um, and so. Following on from that, everything else was just an addition. Um, and so the twins, again, they've been an, uh, an addition to the family, uh-huh. but they've been a significant change in our lifestyle, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I, think, I think if I have to be honest, uh, with two, you can st- there's, there's two of you and there's two children, and you can sort of manage that situation. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when you've got four, it's suddenly like, well, what do you do? Before we get back into our conversation, actually, what, what are you guys having for your star and your sore? I mean, I love talking about food, especially healthy eating, so, you know, we love chit-chat about food, it's always good. Um, what are we, tonight we're supposed to have uh, tomato and lentil soup. Oh, okay. What, but I, I'm really hungry, I missed my sahur yesterday, I just, oh, I refused no. to eat, I said to Fahad, I'm, I'm, I'm too stuffed, and then proceeded to sleep, and unfortunately missed my fudger. Um, but Fahad... What did you have for your sahur? What did you have Which for your sahur? Which was absent at? Um, it's so long ago. <laughs> 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 no, seriously. Um, I think it was an egg and toast or something. Oh, okay. actually, okay. So you managed to make yeah. some of the egg and eggs. Yeah, but we've, we've been all pro-planning this year. Okay. We did a whole month's plan of wow. Ramadan meals, <laughs> which has actually been really helpful. We've not stuck to it completely, but okay. it's been really good, no, hasn't no. it? Yeah, it has. And the That's what shop. Yeah, great, yeah, great. Well, we had porridge. That's kind of very boring, actually, for sure. It's porridge. I love it. I have porridge every day. Porridge and berries, <laughs> or porridge and banana, porridge and nuts. Oh, porridge or is just a, porridge. It's just so good. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, it just keeps you full. Oh no, no, yeah, it's been really good. That's food. that's the funny thing. I've actually found I haven't actually been experiencing much hunger. And it's I'm, the I'm, porridge. I'm, actually, I'm kind of missing it. I'm thinking I'm not losing any weight. I'm, I'm not losing any hunger. <laughs> miss, and it's not from necessarily eating too much. It's actually from having porridge. porridge and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, we've been good with our with our diet so far. Actually, may continue, inshallah, yeah. after Ramadan as well, inshallah. Right, back to life. Uh, after twins and actually before, Chad, you've got a good story to tell, haven't you? But your cousin uh, and this this story will make you feel <laughs> like your life is a breeze. Okay, go on. Go on. Quadruplets. My cousin, mashallah, he's, um, mashallah, bless him and his wife, mashallah, lovely guy, uh-huh. and so is his wife. Um, and they, they, they both, mashallah, had um, many, many daughters. They have five daughters. Mashallah. Yeah, yeah. Mashallah. So um, I don't actually know if it was the need to have boys or not that spurred them on, but um, <laughs> in the sixth pregnancy, <laughs> they found out they were having triplets. <laughs> Subhanallah. So they went from five Masha. to eight in one fell swoop. Wow. But apparently they say the threshold is three. After you, once you've got your fourth, that's it. You, you know, add a few more on. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> yeah, you can't get any worse. You know, you're just like, here, number one, take care of number three. Number two, number four. <laughs> well, 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 you know, I should have added then that, that all the first five were all within the, in, around ten years. Under, yeah. Yeah, 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 so they were all... Yeah. At that point. No, no. 
the eldest um, was about 11, 10, 11. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. okay. But that's a lot of children. Yeah. That is yeah. Mashallah. Three boys, as well. It's like all three were boys. Mashallah. <laughs> 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 and they're, they're beautiful, man. Mashallah. I mean, Hassan, Hassan, and Mohsin. Mashallah. But it's hilarious just like seeing them. I think you need a van, a, a minivan. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Transport. Um, absolutely. They, yeah. they, they do, and I still think they can't fit all ten in. It's a nine-seater. Yeah, no, <laughs> they, can't, they can't all go together at the moment. They, yeah. they don't have transport big enough. But actually, I remember with them, they got a lot of help from the health visitor. Uh, so that was my next question to you guys. Did you get extra support from the health visitor? Um, my midwives came out, actually, for almost a month. Normally they're there for I think a week or a so, week. yeah. And I, I, I sort of insisted. I really wanted to breastfeed them. Wasn't entirely successful because it was, you know, you're dealing with having a section, not being very mobile, and needing really somebody else to support you. Yeah. And the love. I was lucky. I mean, I have to be honest. Um, I don't think I changed that many nappies in my first six oh, weeks. My husband was on duty at night, night time, and my mother-in-law, and my, and Mashallah, and my mum would be there during the day. Um, so I didn't have to do that. But um, um, they were there, and then the health visitor. You can you can get extra support. Um, and one one thing that they had recommended for me, which I ended up taking taking them up on when the twins were a lot older, was um, going through Homestart, which is a charity that basically supports families with young children. Okay. Um, and um, I got somebody that used to come round to my house and just sort of look after the twins and give me a couple of hours. Oh, excellent. Um, they also do sort of support for you individually in the, in the sense that you can go to uh, a group and meet other pe- mothers in different situations oh, as well. Um, and so what, what did that involve when they came over? It, I mean, the process took a while because you know okay. it's a it's a, it's not huge it's not well funded you know so uh, and they they rely on volunteers to mm-hmm. actually come along and come into your home um, and they also have to be you know um, checked through course, in, yeah, in terms of um, you know their criminal background and all the rest of it um, has to be done so it took me probably about six months before I got somebody okay. um, and even then I think I ended up crying on the phone to the worker mm-hmm. um, after a really bad day and saying yeah. you said to me you'd phone me back but you know um, I'm I had one for about almost, I think, um, nine months. She she came to the house. And they get to know them. And it was just that, you know, sometimes you'd you'd have a bad day and you needed to nap. She would look after them for a couple of hours. And the older two are are, are at school now? Well, they were at school and nursery at that stage when they were born. Um, Now we're home educating, which is a whole other situation and story. But we can can leave that to some other time. Um, (laughs) but, um, But, you know, at the time, yeah, you can get help. I think you need to ask for it. And you need to be pushy about it, you know, and um, there will be support. But also having my mum round the corner helped immensely. Um, She would come along. I mean, she would do just norm things like giving them a bath, and you know, and everybody is so excited when it's twins, and people are so wanting to do that. I mean, we got food sent over. And um, people come in and just drop in and, yeah, take the babies, I don't mind, oh, you know. Okay. No, so, people are very, very generous. Yeah, so. we had a lot of support, alhamdulillah. Well, with lots of things as well. I suppose we had we had lots of objects as, and, and things, as you said earlier on. But, um, you know, we got clothes from work and, you know, you know, lots of people... You know, asking us if we had a pram or a coat mm. or something. Do you need this? Do you need that? Mm. And alhamdulillah, 
you know, Sometimes. you manage to get yeah. those things. And um, unless you're a first-time parent, I think you tend to sort of be worried about getting the best of, of course, yeah, yeah. of everything. Yeah. Um, but when she's third fourth, you're like, more. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a cot. They just put you on the mattress. <laughs> No, we did. Uh, actually, on that note um, about the call, um, we did have them both together. They, they. Oh, I mean, okay. they, they were in the Moses basket together because they were so oh, tiny okay, okay. Um, uh, uh, when they were first born, and um, and then we had a, you know, the crib got sort of bigger. Okay. Um, but they, sh- they've, they've shared it all along. I mean, oh, now okay. they're still sharing a bed. Um, oh, okay, okay. One on one side, one on the other side. Excellent. They refuse to lie next to each other, but um, you know. But I think there's a sort of bond that they have mm. which when they're apart you know you can you notice it because it's like oh one will say where's where's Omar oh where's Musa you know they mm. they, they have this um sort of connection with them is which a physical need to be near each other sort of thing as well and sometimes it is I mean with boys you can imagine it turns into sort of oh, I'm gonna just scratch you and I'm gonna bite you I'm gonna pinch you or something um but they are they are quite close to each other which I think and I've, I've talked to other parents that have had children very close um in age you know if they've had a year gap or mm. a bit you know but not very long um and I think that might be I'm not. I'm not in that situation. Alhamdulillah. But I, looking from the outside, you know, when you've got two of the same age or three mm-hmm. of these, you're mm-hmm. doing the same thing. They're at the sort of same level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. don't. You don't have that sort of. You can't really expect one to understand more than the other. Of course. Yeah. Um, whereas if you've got one that's you know a year older, you're sort of trying to explain to them, but you can't really rationalise yeah. with children of that. Or what happens is even if they're quite close in age, the older one, even if it's just a year apart, you expect them to do more maybe put exactly. more responsibility on them very quickly <laughs> I know we did that with our eldest yeah. it's only a year and so a half between you have two years and you're sort of like oh well you should know you better. should know better exactly yeah, yeah. and, and the, yeah. you're like I'm talking yeah. to, I'm saying this to a three year old but with with twins they've got that sort of you know you, you can just sort of go well you're at the same level okay yeah. I'm changing one happy opportunity to nappies yeah. I'm feeding one I'm feeding two yeah, okay. okay it's just you, okay. you just sort of you know it's it's not quite double the work, but it, you know, it's a bit okay. easier. Okay. Um, so, what, what were the highlights in the first year uh, in terms of, um, you know, feeding and clothes and the routine? What routine? <laughs> it's very, um, well, how was it? How was your? I think very early on we had a spate of visitors. It was just almost constant. Yeah. People just coming in. How long did that last then? It lasted a lot longer than than usual. Oh, really? Okay. And, and we hadn't quite named our twins for about... They were nameless for about two they're, weeks. They're baby <laughs> yellow and baby blue. <laughs> wow. um, yeah. Hats when they were... When oh, okay. you, could, you could pick the two favourite names as well. It's not like you had to choose between your two favourite ones. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, you we had, I, if I'm honest, we, really we, we, hadn't, we hadn't really thought about names. Uh, the only thing I was decided on was a girl's name. If you had a girl, I, I, I'd already chosen that one. What? No, well, favoritism? No, just I had one name in mind <laughs> that I really liked, um, and then we—I think my brother and my uh, my brothers were over, and Fahad was there, and they—they they made I didn't I wasn't in the room at, the, at all, but they were doing a science experiment, calling <laughs> them names. See what you actually get. What? Which one? Which name do they take to? You know, um, but but as it turned out, you know, we you know we called them Omar and Musa, and Omar was like scrawny in my. Lovely auntie said, you know, 
what did she say? Um, she called him something in Punjabi. You know, he looks quite kamzor or something. And and we were like, he, he needs a, you know, he needs a strong name. And honestly, he is he's quite feisty. He looks still looks quite you know out the two like he's going to be the one that sort of like walk over. But but no, he's quite he's quite okay. strong. Okay. Do, do they have that psychic thing where like one seems to know what the other one's doing? Or they, well, oh, I, oh, I suppose that's each other's sort of like. Sentence. Yeah, I mean, even if they're not actually like, well, not, mm. they're, uh, they're not, not they're non-identical twins. That's what I have to say. So, they're, and they're very different. Um, okay, so one, totally different personalities. Yeah. Mm. If, if people know very me and Fahad, one is like <laughs> one's Fahad, one's me. <laughs> one is like Fahad. So, and we that's get, why it's working so well, Mashallah. Uh, mashallah. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, you know which ones, who the ones, uh, you know, Homer's a strong one, obviously. <laughs> um, but, um, but, no comment. Um, no comment. <laughs> but, um, you're not allowed to speak yet. <laughs> Too much chat. <laughs> no, I think, yeah. So, naming them was a highlight because they were actually, they, they finally got an identity. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, we, we my mother-in-law stayed for about six weeks, mashallah. Okay. And then I said to Fahad, don't expect anything, Just I'm going to try and make sure the dinner's made. Yeah. That's it. You know, the house might be up to pots, yeah. but alhamdulillah, you get into the swing of things and you do, um, you might end up putting a bit more pressure on your older children to mm. be a bit more understanding about things. So mm. they did help a lot. Um, and Noor, mashallah, is quite motherly towards the twins. Okay. Um, now she's not as much because, you know, the twins come along and destroy whatever <laughs> thing she's doing. Yeah, they're annoying now. Um, they, they are annoying. It's yeah. like, can, when are the twins having a nap? <laughs> do this, this, this. Yeah, we can relate to that because our guy uh, is now four and now it's very much a case of, oh, Rukai is so annoying. Could you yep. stop her? Could you take her away? Because she wants to do exactly what they're doing. Yep. She wants yep. to scribble on their jotters. <laughs> exactly. So from being this cuddly baby that we wanted to carry, it's just, oh, she's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> but with, but with twins, that. what's nice is that they've got each other to play with. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't happen immediately. I mean, they don't, I don't think I noticed much communication there in the <laughs> early days. Um, but now you can leave them and actually they can get up to a lot of mischief as well when they, when you yeah, leave them. They can be in cahoots. And yeah, they've totally done really, really bonkers things. We found For a drawer. Example. We found a drawer collapsed over once, which was not a nice sight to come out. Over, over one, one of them? them. One of them one was sort of oh. stuck in it. But they basically, you know, pulled the top drawers up and the thing collapsed. Oh. And um, I'm laughing about it now, but at the time we were not laughing about it. Um, but they have done a lot of really crazy things um, recently. What was it? The soil. Soil. Yes. Yeah, that they just like to. And Omar comes in and goes, Musa did it. Oh, <laughs> of, course. <laughs> of course. Of um, course. Yeah. What, what was that first time? I'm going back to my firstborn. And going out with the baby for the first time was such an ordeal. And that's with one child. Uh-huh. You know, how do I get myself ready, get this baby ready, and leave for a certain time to be at a certain place? Now, having twins, how did? You, what was that first outing like? Fad couldn't remember this episode at all. We were trying to remember it. Well, I was trying to remember it, I should be honest. Uh-huh. Um, and I think, um, I think a, a men can claim a bit of baby brain as well. You know? <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's true. When, when, it when, you, when you have twins. But, um, yeah, I think life was a bit of a blur. Yeah. For, because for you're, you're, I, think, I think initially just feeding the babies takes a big toll. 
and you're not getting as much sleep. You mm. know, you're feeding one, then the other one's up, and then the other one wakes up, and then one of the other kids wakes up, and, mm. and you've got that. Does it cycle. happen with one cries and the other one wakes up, and then yes, you, know, you have that to, would you, you would know. have that, or you would have you know you're feeding one, and you've just finished, and then the other one's up. Um, I think we were really sleep deprived, and it does not make you the best of people. Um, so getting out would be quite an ordeal, mm. um, and I don't. I don't remember going out an awful lot with him. You know, it was like almost like safe places that you would go. Okay, yeah. I'll go to mum's. I'll go to yeah, yeah. somewhere I know where I'm comfortable with. Yeah. But also, I'm coming with four kids, so I'm yeah. I, I, people. I'm so sorry the people I don't visit. It's just I know I've got yeah. four kids, and I can't always control what they're doing, especially when they're a young age. Yeah. Um, but driving has helped. Mm. Uh, we now I think we travel a lot more um, than we did in the early days. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're a lot more comfortable with it, you know. They're 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 not as challenging, but you do. I think the first two years, you're 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 you expect a bit of a, a you know, a bit of difficulty with it. But it is manageable. I mean, as in you can create a system and uh, looking at how your house flows and just where you keep things can make a big difference. I mean, mm. I, you know, the twins now know this goes here, that goes there. But if you don't have that in place already, it can be very difficult taking them out in the first instance. Um, so keeping it easy for them to get their jackets and they know where yeah. shoes are, so yeah. simple. Making them sort of independent as well, in, in, a, in a way, um, helps a great deal. Okay, so here's a, here's a difficult question. So remember, they're not listening, so you can answer this. Do you find that you're naturally drawn to one or the other? Or do you have... You because of the personalities? Are you asking Somebody that ask you. that that Somebody bad word? The, the, the <laughs> favourite? <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. I said are you naturally drawn. Your, your children may be listening. Uh, Somebody may ask you. They're not going to ask you that question. So go on. Which? which? Um, I think it varies from time to time. It depends on what uh, naughty thing they've done last. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, as to which ones you're, you know, you're, you're naturally inclined towards, kind of inclined yeah. affinity towards. But um, I, I agree with that completely. I think it sort of changes over time. Mm. You know, and and you know, it's when when they're young, it's easy to sort of go and snuggle. My my older children always say to me, "You love them more because you give them more cuddles, or you mm. you let them lie in your bed, mm. and you don't let us lie in your bed." You know, there's all of that that happens. But I think it does go in waves. You'll have one child that you're sort of drawn to, and then the other, and it can chop and change okay. um, with time. That. My boys say, "Oh, you you love her more," and I'll obviously answer honestly and say, "Yeah, of course." <laughs> 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 and then I'll have the Biden speaks or something like that yeah. too. Mom, <laughs> I, I did go through a phase where I'd, I'd go to each of them and say, "You know, you're my favourite." <laughs> just, just say to all of them, I just go around in orientation and say, "By the way," I said, "But don't tell anyone." And do then you, one do you know what happens? Do you know what happens? That happens because this happened to my siblings because they've all said it. They've all been like, "Yeah, mum, mum told me that was her favourite." And like, "No, mum told, told me." She was <laughs> <laughs> and we've all had it. Everyone's secret, it's a secret that we all. Yeah, once they're older, they all have that discussion, and they're like, "Hey, hang on a sec." <laughs> so what's what's? I mean, you've you've kind of touched on it. So the challenges of having kids of different age groups. How do you do family outings? Or I mean, you're saying now that you may be doing outings with them separately as well you yeah. know, because they're independent, they've got their own personalities and likes and dislikes but as fam- as a family unit how do you decide what you're going to do and how do you do family days? I think 
you generally lower your expectations and <laughs> get, get, it's great. And, and get, get go, it's an achievement, of course. Um, I think in the early days that really was a case. You yeah. know, as long as I've made it somewhere, keep it simple. That's that's to the park. Yeah, but now I mean. It's got easier, hasn't it? I'm, yeah. I'm, we're really impressed. We just we managed to do a month, uh, a couple of about a month, um, in April, go to Spain with them for two weeks. Oh, so you did you, you've had so your first holiday? That was our second holiday. Second, okay. Um, the first one, f- first one was not great. <laughs> do you want to talk about what happened? Oh. <laughs> Tell us about yeah. the first holiday. I, I, I think, I think no, the first holiday was in it was in the south of Turkey. It was just maybe a bit too soon, and uh, the twins were a bit too too. too How old were they? Um, they were going to turn two, I think, then. They were turning two. Yeah, so, okay. you know, um, I think the combination of it being a fairly short holiday and, you know, we basically had just recovered from um, a four-hour flight and then, you know, you have a couple of days where you're trying to get out and about, etc., and try to have some kind of routine and try to get them to sleep and it's, you know, the, stun- mm. the sun's still up and it's too hot and it's... You know, not the same milk and mm. all these kind of things yeah. that you have to deal was with. It, was it a resort holiday, city break? It was more of a in between because it was out of season. So although it was in a, a sort of resorty type hotel, it wasn't. It, was quiet. it wasn't. It was very quiet, extremely quiet. So you did want to go outside and sure. see places, um, and um, but. Um, Time has helped. Um, now I think Alhamdulillah had a great holiday. The wow. flight was great. I think preparation as well because I don't think I, I have to be honest. I think with the other two when I, we travelled a lot, Alhamdulillah, with the kids and we always sort of winged it. That's mm. the honest truth yeah, because you just think, well, there's just two. You know, we don't need to. But now I'm yeah, like super organised. You yeah, know, yeah. I have to be. I'm like it's everyone's a, got their it's own a military campaign. It's like oh, everyone's oh, got oh, their backpack. We've yeah, got everyone's got books, this. Yeah, they've got this. Yeah, they've got this. Yeah, that's nice. But you, but you have to be like that when you've got more. Okay. And I think maybe if I was a bit more like worried about it when you had one or two, you'd do that. But yeah. you know, you're just like, yeah, it's easy. It's just there's two of us here. We can sort of manage out. it. But, um, but then in that flight to Turkey, I think we just had not a very good experience. So, so. What would you say? I mean, we're coming to the end of the show. So, what would you say, Father Mario, were the, your top tips of bringing up a, a, a family with twins in it? Top, t- top tips. Um, I mean, you, I, the we'll things do. like preparation. You know, what, what would you say? Preparation is is a really big one. Uh, I think. Ne- never run out of nappies. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's another one, that's a good and one. you do go through a lot of nappies. <laughs> you know, you. Why? I mean, like, you know, sometimes people come to our house and it's like, what, <laughs> what like six bags of sixty nappies. Um, um, what are my tips? I'm thinking that be organised about things and don't have huge expectations and sort of build up on things. You know, in terms of what you're going to do. Um, and also have things at home, have some sort of system for things, you know. I think it makes a lot life a lot easier. Um, um, having a routine helps as well. Something that I think we've always not we've always been a bit like, oh yeah, it's all right, you don't need a routine. But having recently, more recently, really tried to implement that, I think there's a huge benefit. It makes your life so much easier. Um, um, but um, enjoy it. 
because they're not going to be small for very long. Mm -hmm. That's what everyone's always said to me. Mm -hmm. um, mothers of other twins is enjoy that time with them because they will they'll grow and change. Yeah. There will be challenges and you will have low points. And I think it's not something we've I think talked when, about. When, they, when they're very young, you know, everybody's like, yeah, you must be enjoying your twins. And oh, no, you're... That's you're, the last thing you're thinking. You're like... Really? You're just getting by. You are, you are. But, you know, um, seek help if you need to have help. Um, because, you know, um, I, I, if I'm honest, at the early stages, I think it was almost like depression for me mm -hmm. because you, you, you're overwhelmed, you know. Double the work. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. It so like very much like being a parent, but twice over, isn't it? Yeah. You know. And um, even with support, alhamdulillah, it was, it was challenging, but don't be afraid to ask um, for an extra hand from people. Okay. Um, and also just, yeah, it's not been... I wouldn't change it for the world. Alhamdulillah. 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 It's a great note to end that in. Thank you very much, Mary and Fahad, for uh, our, your insight uh, and sharing your experiences with us. Uh, thank and, you for having us. Thank you for coming, because it's been really good insight into a family with twins. And you know, it's obviously very personal experiences that you've shared today, so thank you very much for that. And I think what, what Mary is saying is if you have young twins or you know you're going to have twins or triplets or quadruplets, um, do your research. There's lots of support out there. Yeah. Um, family are, you know, if you have family, you know, get them involved. Recruit um, them. Recruit them. Yeah. And prepare, 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 inshallah. Uh, so it's been a, a really insightful chat. Alhamdulillah, thank you for your time, both of you. And I hope you enjoyed listening to In Conversation With. Um, unfortunately, I don't know who's on tomorrow, uh, but uh, they'll be back tomorrow in Conversation With at 7 o'clock, inshallah. Lovely chatting to you all. Assalamu alaikum. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.